0: Hello, I'm Dan Aykroyd, and welcome to this fine motion picture emporium. It's nice to know you're here tonight rather than at home shoving cheap little plastic cartridges into cheap imported video systems that keep you and your family hostage in your own home or apartment. Now, let's face it, big screen entertainment is what it's all about. We've enjoyed it for years. Movies are great. There's nothing like a good movie, or even a bad one for that matter. Go.
1: Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside. Come inside. I am Joe Spiegel, and sitting across from me is the the arg, the arg, <laughs> the uh, the 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 disreputable. What? I I don't know. I'm trying to think of something piratey to
0: say, and I fucking blew it. Mike Sutherland.
1: I should have started with a piratey voice. <laughs> Dead mad tell no tells. <laughs> Dumb guys get no
0: listeners.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. What are you saying?
1: So this is of course our uh...
0: <laughs> That was an, That was an unintentional R. See, this is what you that's how you should have done it. This is, is R.
1: Our Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Men Tell No Tales episode. We will be talking about that uh, uh, quote unquote fine piece of cinematic art. Uh, Also our flicks of the week. Mine is going to be the 2014 film Clown.
0: Okay. I'm going to be talking about a fucking cartoon today. (laughs) He's going to be talking about an 80s cartoon.
1: Yes. Uh, How did you know? Because it looks very 80s when I saw a clip of it. Oh. The style
0: of it. Well, it's definitely 80s.
1: Yeah. Are you going to say what it is?
0: Dungeons and Dragons. Ooh. I am Dungeon Master. With evil five villain no, voices. No, that's not fucking shut up. The devil. That's so fucking stupid. It's not even the devil, it's a stupid <laughs> evil Run voice. Horn. You sound like a bad version Asshole. of fucking dark side from Super Challenge of the Super Friends. It's kind of frothy in here. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The villain in every 80s movie and cartoon. Yes. (laughs) I think even Dr. Claw had that.
0: Yes. (laughs) All right. That's why I I just can't stand it. Uh, So like, when I hear the new version of Darkseid on Justice League or whatever, and it's not like Kevin Michael Richardson or something like that, and I'm like, oh, my God, that sounds so much better than, oh, my God, Thor, (laughs) use the ajunti dagger to kill the
2: child. Yeah. <laughs> I I sound like the orc from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> God
1: I am the representative for the Halls Company. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right. So, <laughs> all that and more <laughs> on, on Cinescape Movie Reviews. Take it away, Johnny.
0: <laughs> I can't even do that voice anymore.
1: Alright, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's
2: showtime. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile
1: how you I don't hey do I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't Alright let's do it Oh that's why I'm here. <laughs> Turn into Kermit the Frog, evil Kermit the Frog. Hello
0: <laughs>
2: Kermit the
0: Frog. it's <laughs> Uncle. <laughs> <His chain's sighs> <mechanical. laughs> I can't. I can't even do that voice. Kermit.
1: <laughs> or oh, you could do Louis Armstrong. There you go. Just gotta put a little bass in it, baby. <laughs> alright uh, why you got you got this on why you, dude that looks like a halter top that Darkseid is wearing
0: it is it's a half shirt
1: <laughs> he ain't meanwhile no, he ain't no holler back girl
0: I wanted to show Joe side from Challenge of the Super Friends.
1: oh god that was bad dude who fucking designed that what <laughs> that, I was, actually like a, that was like a Scooby Doo ripoff right there Look how stiff he looks He's standing there Stark side Fucking bland side That looks very much like Scooby-Doo with a different head Did I just hear Starscream?
0: (laughs) See? Wonder Woman would be (laughs) Yeah (laughs) I can do that voice Where's my royalties? <laughs> <laughs> and then you have Darkseid from the Justice League.
1: All right, so they want to do some retro revival shit. Come, call on Joe Spiegel. Cause I can do it,
0: baby. Yeah. <laughs> there's Caliban again. That's the new yeah. Caliban. And there's Superman, all pissed. There's Super
1: Guy. Oh, pissed.
2: Yeah, my cleft is
1: angry too.
0: <laughs> and then <they're> punch.
2: Bow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't
0: believe he's
1: You I can't believe. Sounds like Michael Ironside I think it is. Definitely. Rico, you know what to do.
0: So yeah, Darkside. The new version of Darkside's voice is so much fucking better. Oh well, yeah, Michael Ironside.
1: Michael Ironside is the shit. He's that guy that you don't ever want to see pass away because you'd like to see him pop up in more stuff.
0: And then Darkseid kicking everybody's ass. He is. See, that's that's Kevin Michael Richardson. Yeah. Boom tube.
1: God, it always ends up in fucking Smallville, doesn't it?
0: Well, on this one, it does.
1: God, Superman has the prettiest eyes I've ever seen. <laughs> I just got lost in his eyes.
0: <laughs> the problem is is that dark side is so powerful mm-hmm. yeah that no matter how much the fucking omega beam that no matter what he does no matter what any fucking superhero does like Superman just literally just crushed him with a fucking chunk of earth. Yeah, eh, just brushes it off. He's like a smart Doomsday. Uh, no. He's like Thanos. And he's the ultimate power. Sort of. Just getting his butt kicked and his teeth
1: stay white the whole time yep
0: pearly whites it's because he uses orbit gum (laughs) or orbits watch this here we go hey Superman how's it going (laughs) he is just full power on Superman's face
1: but he's still okay Superman could take the blow
0: barely the only thing that Superman um, is a, is not immune to is magic, and uh, Dark Side can kill him. He, in fact, as you saw, his he was his face was burning and yeah. stuff like that. If uh, Thanos had kept Thanos, his Dark Side <laughs> kept going with the Omega Beam. Yeah, it would have fucking him, fucked him up real bad. Anyways, okay, that's all I got.
1: Oh, yeah, we're doing a podcast, aren't we? Right. I got fucking lost in, in, in the show and Superman's eyes. All
2: right. <clears throat> <laughs> and
1: you, you, you didn't even comment on the eyes at all. It's like you didn't care. You just hate Superman so much, don't you, Mike? Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I've never be a fan. Up. I like uh, Bruce Wayne and, and Batman and the Gotham City and you know, Clayface and... I know all those things, but Sumiac me a sucker ball sack. All right. <clears throat> so, the six year wait has been lifted. Okay. We finally have seen a new Pirates of the Caribbean film.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. This has been the longest gap between Pirates movies. <clears throat> and we've, you know, this one, I mean, come on now. I, you know what, seriously though, to be honest, my anticipation for this series ended with the end, uh, no, ended with my third viewing of On Stranger Tides. <clears throat> because the first my time... My third viewing? Yes. Because the first time I saw it and I didn't like it very much, I thought my expectations were just way too high. Right? So then I bought it on, on Blu-ray because at the time I had nothing better to fucking do so I bought movies. I, I started, that was, that's when I was buying a bunch of shit like... Underworld and fucking White Earp and shit like that and fucking shitty movies that you know don't even deserve to exist. Uh-huh. So I bought Stranger Tides and I watched it again. And I was like, oh, you know what? I really liked it a lot more without the expectations the second time, right? Right. And then the third time is the kicker. So I watched I watched it again. I watched all three. I I went back and I bought all the pirates movies on Blu-ray. And so now I had all of them and I watched the first three and look I love the first three. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I love at world's end. I love Dead Man's Chest and I love Curse of the Black Pearl. Everyone says Curse of the Black Pearl is the best and that's fine. To me that's the first one. It's the first one and and I mean it showed that you could do actually do a pirates movie good. You know, a good pirate movie. So but I can put that one aside and and I root for Dead Man's Chest. That one to me is like the funnest out of all the films. It just, everything clicked so well for me. Well, for me. Um But, when I watched all three of those movies again, and then I got to On Stranger Tides, that movie, I know I'm going off on the, you know long build up to it, but, the problem with on Stranger or On Stranger Tides is that, it's just, it's boring. It didn't matter how much, how many, how, how good the visuals looked, or anything. It, you know, it, it just was a boring-ass movie. I mean, how bad does your writing have to be for for you to have a film that has Johnny Depp, fucking Ian McShane, who can never do any wrong in a movie, okay, Penelope Cruz, A Hottie is a Mermaid, and, and uh, you know, Jeffrey Rush and, and a, f- a few other actors. How can you have all those people in a movie and and all those good visual effects... And still tell a boring ass tale. <laughs> that movie fucking was
0: boring. And I didn't find it that boring.
1: It just, I mean, and then Jack Sparrow just, it, you know what? I think it was the, the Mater curse. Mater works when, okay, if you go, if you use Mater in the first Cars movie, right? He works because he's not constantly taking up all the dialogue. He's not the main character of the movie. It's Lightning McQueen, right? Right. Well, then you get to Cars 2, and the whole thing was Mater. It was fucking Mater from start to finish right. and it was Mater Overload. This is the same thing with Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow was fucking awesome when he's a supporting character, not the main character. Because if you go back to the, 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 the trilogy, he is, of course he's the main focal point, but he's he doesn't get more screen time or dialogue than Orlando Bloom and uh, or Keira Knightley. It, they all three of them have equal amount of time. And so it doesn't feel over cramped. But then when you get to On *Stranger Tides*, it's just constant Jack Sparrow, and it it just runs out of it runs gas. out out of the gas, the gimmick, the whatever, and the chutzpah, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then and now go into this movie. This movie, *Dead Tell No Tales*, has is a better overall movie than *On Stranger Tides*. It is because if I had to go back now, if I had to go back now, *Stranger Tides*, instead of me giving it say like a six. I probably I would now probably give it like a three. Okay, this movie is not the um, Deadman Tell No Tales to me now is a five. It's a middle ground movie. It doesn't suck, but it is nothing special, and that's that's the problem with it is that it doesn't know. It has strengths to it that it doesn't fucking utilize. It only teases. It only skims the surface of them, and it goes back into the same old cliche ridden amounts of the series. What the fuck, dude?
0: <laughs> I just saw something that was interesting, so.
1: <laughs> so, I, I just, th- this movie just falls back on, on familiar, on familiarity, and it, it's not the kind of familiarity that works. It's not, it's, 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 it's just nothing special anymore.
0: The problem with this movie is exactly what you're talking about. Instead of making Johnny Depp the the color commentator. Uh-huh. He's the John Madden to <laughs> whoever's Pat Summerall, yeah. right? They make why him. Why is the
1: rum always gone?
0: <laughs> yeah. well. That's why. Why the rum's always gone, Johnny? <laughs> so uh, he's to the twenty-five. <laughs> so.
1: No, 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 no.
0: That's a touchdown. We're going to have a touchdown. When he catches the ball. <laughs> and he crosses the line, and that's a that's a yeah that's a touchdown. When you have strong leads, like Barbosa is also the color guy, right? Yeah. You have Barbosa, and you have Johnny Depp as as the glue, <laughs> yeah, to the other leads, glitter. Ah, uh-huh. okay. Um, to uh, and that's a quote from Ray Liotta about Goodfellas when you have that going on then you have a decent movie but when you move away from what's working yeah then what happens is is that you get lost for a good concept yeah now the the idea that they're going after Poseidon's trident to reverse curses yeah. okay and there's that's fine but that should have been done 3 movies ago yeah. you know or there there's there's problems with that as well and we'll get into that in a minute but when you have Johnny Depp as a lead who shouldn't be a lead not saying that he's not capable of being a lead but when you have Jack Sparrow cuz literally he's the third lead yeah like i said he's the glue you need two people that can equal his charisma yeah the Jack Sparrow character charisma. Yeah, his energy. And you have Orlando Bloom and Keira Knightley. You need at least one person. Yeah. You know, Orlando Bloom and Keira Knightley are like, if you combine them, yeah. they equal Jack Sparrow's but, charisma.
1: But then there's other, a bunch of other elements that come in to help as well.
0: Exactly. And, and that's, that's where they fell off the track. Yeah. Which is, if Orlando Bloom and Keira Knightley aren't going to be in these movies... Then you need two other characters. You don't need have. They don't need to be love interests or anything else like that. You need two other characters that can equal out the Jack Sparrow.
1: Yeah, and look what they replaced them with in On Stranger Tides. They replaced them with the Bible thumper guy, right, and the mermaid chick, right. And where the fuck
0: are they in this one? Nowhere Hmm. to be seen or mentioned. There was a there was a half hearted mention of mermaids.
1: Yeah, and so. That was that was a waste of time. That right. was the bullshit compensation. And then in this one this movie, you have the oh, spoiler alert, you have the daughter of Barbosa. Right. You know, and then you also have the, the son of Will and Elizabeth Turner.
0: Right. Who and then it turns out that basically this is just the black pearl with a little bit more um Jack Sparrow. Yeah, and, and and The Curse of the Black Pearl, and I should say. look, I I purposely mentioned and that's what this this is a remake of The Curse of the Black Pearl by
1: yeah, the way. Yeah. And, and 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 then with elements of 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 Dead Man's Chess and a shitload <laughs> of uh, of On Stranger Tides because yeah. that whole ending with with all of them going to up to the Trident uh-huh. was just like all of them going up on the fucking little island to to get the the the, the cup, you know, the 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 <laughs> the Holy Grail. Yeah. Okay. It was just like the same thing. It you know it it was it just was a waste it was a complete waste of yeah you know. i mean
0: the 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 good thing about the first two movies was you have you, you have a returning cast yeah well almost entirely returning cast for the first two movies yeah and you have you have this offset character this the the bad guy if you want to call him that mm-hmm. who blames jack for all of his ills that has happened to him since the curse of the, uh, the curse of the Black Pearl. You have that the captain dude, yeah. right? Whoever he was, and he was going to make sure that he was everything he did was to end Jack Sparrow, or at least put him in jail, right? Yeah. And then he, he ends up, you know, uh, falling falling heavily and getting drummed out of the Navy, the Queen's, you know, Her Majesty's Navy. Yeah. And then when he gets a chance to redeem himself, you know. He joins up with Jack, which is a complete turn of character, but it was a good turn. Yeah. To help Jack battle Davy Jones, Yeah, you're talking about Norrington. Yeah. And that character, that type of character was completely missing. Uh Uh-huh. You need that type of character. Now, Javier Bardem's character would would have worked better if they had done that type of moment. Like yeah, the when when they introduced Davy Jones, it was a it was a it, you're like holy shit this is fucking cool dude to
1: this day that is my shut the fuck up I want to watch this scene more. yeah yeah I have to hear the from the buildup to it you know
0: and I, I liked the introduction of Salazar in in this movie it was just like in the trailer you know or when he taps his sword and things happen yeah his character was really good. The problem is not the character. The problem is not Javier Bardem. Yeah. The problem is everything around it. Yeah. Where you have all of these other characters that are just kind of floating through the scene.
1: Yeah. Everyone's floating through the scene, you know, and and also uh, Salazar's dialogue. It was nothing special. It just sounded like the same angry anti-Jack Sparrow bullshit we've heard in three other films. Right. Jack Sparrow, you know, and I like, like I said, I don't blame Bardem. I blame the, the script, right? You know, th- th- look, it says it has eight people on uh, for writing credits. It's, it doesn't because four of those are um, just people that created the characters. They don't even,
0: yeah, that, that, that's yeah, that's that, always the way it is. So
1: it boils down. There's actually just three, three right. writers on this film, but it's I, it doesn't. I don't understand what what why you don't grab that formula that worked and do it again because you've seen them try to do it already before with, with on Stranger Tides by trying to copy the Elizabeth Swan you know Will Turner couple up uh-huh. so why keep doing that instead of just doing it the right way also there's missed opportunities in this movie as well um, One of, if look when this movie touches back on the Will Turner thing him being on the Dutchman that makes the movie compelling. When when the movie starts off with that first scene where his son, I, I know it's fantastical, his son being able to do this, but still, it's, it, it's a movie, it's a fantasy. Yeah. So when he fucking jettisons himself down to the fucking Dutchman underwater, that was a really good scene. I was like, dude, you got my fucking attention because this is like what I've been wanting to see since the end of that world's end. Right. Right. And then all of a sudden, it cuts into the same familiar shit again. Right after that, with 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 the whole them having you know jack having to escape from being in jail and and then the girl having to escape and and then also the you know you know will her son
0: although the bank robbery was pretty cool no
1: i like that that because that reminded me of deadman's chest you know the big over the top bullshit you know yeah. scenery
0: movie it was yeah, great the fucking the the, the fucking uh, the entire building yeah that was, was awesome
1: that was that was that was awesome and then but it just but nothing else could could accompany it 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 was it was missing the 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 thing that it's supposed to have, and and that's the problem is that um, it 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 doesn't it, it over relies on its on its on the strengths that that established it, but it relies on them for too much and it can't handle it.
2: Yeah,
0: and what it should have done is it should have used Will Turner as that of the Norrington character, type. Uh-huh. not necessarily against Jack, but there as a catalyst. Yeah, you know, to get him onto the adventure, you know. I can't do this alone, you know. I'm although I'm Davy Jones, I can just go right there, yeah. and take the fucking Trident. But I'm not allowed, I can't touch it. I can't do anything. That whole catalyst should have been the reason, you know. Yeah the the reason for this adventure. Yeah, you know the the sun goes down, the father gets him, and, the, and he goes. I have found a way to break this curse, and he's like, No, you can't break the curse because there's no way to do it. It's like we need to go to get Poseidon's Trident. And he's like, I can only take you so far. Yeah. And he'd be like, Well what do you mean? I can only I can only take you to the edge of because Poseidon's Trident has like, let's say a radius type uh-huh. of thing, right? I can only take you so far. Yeah. We need mm. to get somebody else. You know I'm not going to suggest this, <laughs> but I'm going to suggest this. I know a guy. Yeah, I know a guy that can do it. You just have to find him. Yeah. And, and and that's when that that's where they go. And that's
1: what the missed opportunity is in this movie for me, is and the, if oh, you're going to put the son of Will Turner on a boat with Jack Sparrow, right? shouldn't it have been there more dialogue about the past, about Will Turner, I am knowing his father, yeah. and things like that? And they could have done some cool flashbacks that would have maybe showed thing other things than they showed in the other movies or something.
0: Or they could have done the whole the kid was already a pirate working for barbosa uh-huh. you know because let's face it he's like the biggest pirate in the area yeah so if he's going to be or whatever working for barbosa is nebulous enough he doesn't uh-huh. have to necessarily be a pirate but let's say that he's he's following his father's footsteps yeah and he gets attacked right and then his father saves him okay and and in that attack his father finds out that Salazar is the one that attacks him uh-huh. right so he's like well this guy i'm not going to be able to do anything it's it's supernatural versus supernatural type stuff right so in order for us to be able to do this blah 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 Poseidon's trident he you know the, the son says hey we can break the curse yeah. by doing Poseidon's trident but we need a little help
1: yeah and they could have and, and they could have also used um Familiar things that that were you know from previous films, right. characters and stuff like that, and they only seem to grab be able to grab a couple. Like okay, the two the two pirates from the first three films, uh-huh. you know the the fucking you know hello puppet right you know, yeah, and then the one with the fucking crazy eye. Uh-huh. Um, those two actors uh, apparently they were already um, obligated to something else, that's why they didn't come back right to this film. But then the midget guy did right. Um, which kind of contradicts the the events of um, of uh, Stranger Tides because that boat, the Black Pearl, being sealed in that in that little bottle, uh-huh. all those people were supposed to be stuck on there, including the midget guy. So when the boat came out, when it got freed in this movie, uh-huh. they're supposed to be all his missing crew is supposed to be on that boat, right? Including those two, you know, but it didn't, and so I, that bugs me. Um, you know, I I I, I Tia Dalma should have shown up. You know, she's you know the sea witch, Uh-huh. right? No, nothing. They instead they just it. You wasted the whole whole first half of the movie on just
0: having Jack
1: run into into you know Henry Turner's character and the the Karina
0: character. I thought Gibbs is the one that he um, was right able hand. to. Yeah he, yeah, he was able to get everybody out of the ship before it was shrunk. Oh, here we go.
1: I remember seeing something like he was the only one that could get out. Oh yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I farted. I, I understand, man, but you you first I thought you just like had gotten like the big like light bulb uh, revelation in your head.
0: Uh no. I'm trying to find a wicked wench blah blah blah.
1: Yeah, and, and here's another thing, man, is that Bill Nye his performance as Davy Jones in those you know in in Dead Men's Chest and At World's End he set the bar okay because his fuck every time Davy Jones came on the screen I had to watch him to this day okay because you know like some visual effects they age over time right and they become more obvious if you look at Davy Jones today he still looks just as amazing as he looked you know 11 years ago okay with the visuals Um, that is that his the 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 grandiosity of of Bill Nye's villain and his crew. I mean, the detail. I mean, fuck, dude. You know what was so good about the, his crew was that even though they they didn't need a backstory, they didn't need you didn't need to individualize each one of them by you know each one you know talking to each one. But his crew worked so well because each one had a different fucking attitude at the right time in in the movie, and they each had a distinctive cool look to them. It, it all those things stood out.
0: Okay, hold on a second. Barbosa and his crew were defeated, and the Black Pearl was captured, shrunk, and put into a bo- bottle by Blackbeard. Barbosa was allegedly the only survivor, as he was apparently hanging by one leg, being forced to cut it off in order to set himself free. But it was later revealed that other members of the crew had managed to escape, although Jack the Monkey was trapped on the ship. Not really, but he was trapped. Yeah, that's between the third and fourth installments uh, on Stranger Tides and. At World's End Yeah So um, In Dead Men Tell No Tales Jack regains the pearl In a bottle I'm sorry On Stranger Ties And Gibbs fills a large bag With the bottles Of other fallen ships From Queen Anne's Revenge As the film concludes Jack states he is aware Of getting the pearl Back to full size They actually have An entire collection Of ships and bottles You know Uh. So the black pearl Wasn't the only one It was the one That Jack kept in Dead Men Tell No Tales, um, the Wicked Witch appears in the fifth installment of the movie franchise in its original form, uh, makes its appearance during a sequence where Armando Salazar is reminiscent about how and when he met Jack Sparrow. Blah blah blah. But yeah, <coughs> um, this movie is problematic in terms of storytelling. Again, you need you need that that balance. Yeah. That is completely missing from the first, like from the first, yeah, from this movie as it was from the first two.
1: It was like they created, they created a, 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 a character in this movie just so that they could kill. Off, sorry, spoiler alert, but just so they could kill up Barbosa at the end with it having a meaning to it, right? When they didn't need to do it that way, they didn't need to create an entire character from his past that it didn't. It was, it was too too convenient to the story you know what i mean like she fits in where oh she's got the map and and it leads to this and now this clicks here and now it clicks here and all of it just aligned perfectly like destiny or something right right it was just too convenient of story and um in my opinion i I don't think the barbosa character has been treated right for the last two films and um the way that it seemed like they were trying to make up for that by having this huge sentimental guardians of the galaxy you know, part two sacrifice thing. Well, here's the other
0: thing that's, that's problematic. Will Turner, who is basically fucking Davy Jones. Yeah. Is telling his son that Poseidon's trident doesn't exist. And I think he used the terms of, you know, why would you want to believe in a fantasy like that? You know, Uh or in, in, in similar, in a similar vein. Yeah. You know, why would you want to believe in fairy tales? And it's like you're the fucking captain of a ship, whose other captain you had to find his heart, yeah, which was buried somewhere in a chest on an island, yeah, and it was still beating. And your ship is able to travel underwater, so you're 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 a fantastical magical beast, (laughs) yes, right. And yet, it's too hard to believe that the the trident of Poseidon doesn't exist. Well, Come on.
1: I think that maybe that was his way of trying to protect his son because he didn't want his son to uh to to you know put himself in harm's way. Right. For him. He was he was pretty much doing like bootstrap, you know, Will Turner's father, you know, sacrificing himself for his kid.
0: Yeah, but no. I mean look, if you tell somebody no, they're going to do it. Yeah. Right? It's just it's just human nature. Yeah. But if you it, it, if will had said the the i think i know it exists yeah you know it it or it does exist you know it's Poseidon's trident he yeah. has it he has possession of it or whatever right hmm. to throw him off the trail or whatever you know it's it's difficult to get and the only way we can get it is by blah 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 yeah okay but right now we can't do that i can't go there you're too young yeah Okay, so he uh, he takes Henry, puts him, up and goes, go home. Yeah, you know, in ten years we'll revisit this. If you're still, if it's still something that we can do, yeah, okay? or whatever. Instead of telling you, ah, you know, get off the ship, never come back, right? Yeah, and you can do that still. Or get off my ship, never come back, type of thing, right? But Henry works on on a British Royal Navy ship chasing pirates. You know, and that ship gets fucked up and he's a survivor. Yeah. And then he meets Salazar, you know, as the only living survivor, Salazar says, I wanna you know, find Jack Sparrow, tell him I'm coming after him. Yeah. Right? And and that triggers the Poseidon thing. Yeah. Hey, if I go find Jack Sparrow, who my parents know, yeah. Then maybe I can get him to help me with the Trident and Poseidon instead of this whole fucking distraction thing yeah. with whatever. And in fact, you can even do it the same way as the Curse of the Black Pearl, where Will's son is also a sword maker. Yeah. You know, and Sparrow falls through and then they fight. Hey, you fight very similar. Yeah, you're a Turner's kid, right?
1: Yeah, and they could have ha- had Barbosa chasing them <laughs> instead of Sal- having Salazar in it.
0: Or you could have Barbosa and Salazar chasing them, you know? Where I mean, they did that in the movie, but Barbosa was one of those things. You could have Barbosa and and Salazar chasing them just to get the girl back, uh-huh. or Salazar going after Sparrow, but Barbosa chasing after his daughter or whatever. Yeah. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be his daughter, but, <clears throat> you know, something, you know, it's something that Jack's maybe Jack stole his ship full of fucking whatevers. Yeah. You know, there's always a reason.
1: But yeah, it, it it's just everything that th- this movie should have done better, especially if this is going to be the final film in the series, because they, they, you know, I know that, that it's never true, but. I mean, look. This movie looks like it's gonna. It's not gonna hit what the last movie made. Last movie made. It's hard at three hundred twenty-six million. Dude. I'm just. They said that the other one was like already like almost half a billion in its first week. Um, the last movie made a billion worldwide. Um, they're saying that this one might end up being a flop. I don't. I don't know about a flop, but uh, I believe that with the two hundred thirty million dollar budget, and then they spent uh, like another hundred million more on marketing. This movie's gonna have to make a shit ton of money to make its uh, profit back. But everyone's gonna see this movie. This movie's gonna it's gonna make its money, regardless. If it only makes seven hundred million worldwide, and then you know it's gonna make up for that when it comes to uh, video and streaming and all that right. shit. So, I mean the movie's still gonna make, make whatever. Um, but that doesn't matter. What matters is is that if this is gonna be the final film in the series It's not going to be then they they needed they should have gone on on a better note and it doesn't it, what's what really pisses me off is that the movie starts off with the with the Will Turner son thing going to the dutchman starts off great and then you go through the whole thing of this film you know wasting its time with a lot of things not everything but a lot of things and then you get to the after credit scene you know the after credit scene that scene Got me hyped for Pirates of the Caribbean again. You know what I mean? That's what's missing from this. I, I you know, when it has Will Turner in bed and then he wakes up and then you see the shadow of Davy Jones and then you see his claw, that was fucking cool. I liked that. That that grabbed my interest in pirates again. Right. But the the way that the that Jacks that Johnny Depp has been portraying Jack Sparrow for these last two films, especially this one, um, there's Nothing left to the character that's that's worthwhile. There's nothing mysterious about him anymore. He's just a drunken dick, and and he doesn't even sound the same anymore. For for like half the movie, he doesn't even sound. He sounds like someone trying to be Jack Sparrow instead of Johnny Depp playing Jack Sparrow. Does that make sense? Yes. And there's something wrong with that. There, it, that bugs the fuck out of me, because I don't give a fuck what anyone any problems people had with At World's End. Johnny Depp was great in that, you know, the, all that part where he's he's playing like thirty different versions of himself on yeah. the on the deck of that ship. and He's all, you know, he's doing the sniffing thing with his nose and and my peanut, you know, and all that stuff. Right, it's fucking great, you know, and and also the oh there we go the Jack Sparrow intro. Okay, the Jack Sparrow intro in all three of the first films was awesome. Okay, the first movie, his intro is where he comes in, and the boat's slowly sinking into the bay, right? Right, and that's how
0: they should introduce yeah. him. Almost every film is the boat off. sinking into the bay.
1: Yeah, and then what do they do in the in the second one? He's hiding in a fucking casket floating in the water, and then a crow lands on top, and he fucking shoots it, right? <laughs> and it explodes, and then and he does the weird, you know, funny thing with the gun sticking out of the hole, uh-huh. like it's looking around like a periscope, and then Johnny Depp kicks his way out, and then fucking great intro, right? And then in the third one, he, I mean, they already introed him is as him smelling for the peanut and stuff, but when he's introduced back to everyone else, he's riding that ship through the sand on the on the crabs. Right. On the stone crabs and and the music plays perfectly. It's lined up great. Hand Zimmer. Fucking right. awesome, right? That's a great intro. But then now you go to On Stranger Tides and how is he introed? Can you remember? No. He's he's playing a judge in the in the in the court. Okay. He's dressed up as a judge. Okay, that that doesn't give me the excited for Jack Sparrow thing, right? It's right. funny, but it doesn't. And then you go into this movie. How did they intro him
0: in this one? I still can't remember.
1: He's asleep inside the fucking safe. Yeah. And and it's, it's funny, but that's not how you intro Jack Sparrow. That, that to me just feels lazy. It feels like, where's his grand entrance? He used to make a grand fucking entrance. Where are they? But that, that's the character now. It's like, Oh, you already know he's Jack Sparrow. So
0: yeah, he needs to be doing piratey shit. Yes, Like, the intro for this movie should have been midway through the vault. Wow, that was an ugly sound, wasn't it? <laughs> it should be midway through the vault uh-huh. being stolen, where you you something's going on. You don't see what's going on. Yeah. You just see Gibbs and the rest of the crew, you know, pulling the fucking, <laughs> pulling the, god damn it, that's so funny. It really is a good intro. <laughs> the uh the bank off its moorings and stealing the bank yeah right now what i didn't like about that was at the end all the money just disappears that's fucking stupid i mean come on
1: well that made sense because it was facing the other way so as it's bouncing it's, it's slowly it's pouring stupid out. But, i
0: mean why didn't the fucking door close you know Yeah, i know and then you intro sparrow yeah somehow with him already being in the bank you know yeah, and as he's able to, uh, like, like the door's already open. They open the door to show everybody, but he's not in the vault, right? But he's in the bank, and then you have what happened happen, right? Yeah, you know, they 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 are able to fucking. I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way to intro Johnny that's cool, yeah, but not stupid, yeah, you know. Where he's able to, as, as the bank is pulling away and he doffs his hat at everybody yeah. type of thing, you know, and then they, then the chase happens, right? And with, with, that, with that connotation, with, like the openings, the openings for the first, the second, and the third movie, right? Yeah. You could do the same exact type of opening from the first movie in this movie. You're basically reintroducing Jack Sparrow anyways, yeah, so he, he he could have slid off or he could have he could have been on another balcony yeah. and just stepped off right onto the house you know or the bank being pulled, you know as he's being chased by fucking um the guards. yeah, so you intro him as the 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 catalyst, you know he's going to rob the bank as it is. He runs away from the bank. And then they start pulling the bank off, and then he turns around, he's like, hey, wait for me, right? Yeah. And then he gets up on, you know, he's, he's running around the, along the rooftops, and then he's able to get ahead of the bank, which we don't see. Yeah. As he's looking around, like, kind of frantically, and then as you see the soldiers rise up, he just looks at them, doffs his hat at them, and steps backwards. Yeah. And then he steps right onto the house bank Yeah. as it's being pulled, and then he goes inside and closes the fucking vault door. So that way he can still make his money. Yeah. You know, which is stupid because every time something happens, it's always a bank robbery and they always lose the money. Yeah. And that's dumb.
1: You, you burnt the fucking money.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) And that's, these types of things are just movie things, just Allow them to win yeah. once in a while. So he does that.
1: It's like the nerd who's going <laughs> to finally get laid and then everything goes wrong. Yeah. And he can't get laid. That right. bugs the fuck out of me.
0: Yeah. So when the when the vault is finally free and clear of the house as it you know, crashes into this uh, bridge, yeah. right, Jack is still standing on the vault. After all this shit, he's tumbling around and yada, yada, yada. He gets onto the roof to make sure he's trying to direct. And they yell, hey- fucking bridge, right? Yeah. And at, he ducks and tries to get in and then he tumbles around with all the other shit, lands on top of the vault as he's sitting there. Yeah. The door's closed already, so he doesn't have to worry about it. And he's like, you know, made that one. And then he does his fucking Jack Sparrow thing. Again, stands up like he's like he's on the pearl or whatever and just as and then it just cuts to a side scene of him and and the vault. And that's it. Fade to black, you know, and then you and then later on you can reintroduce it as you know he's he's got all this money and, he, and his crew and everything else instead of having this stupid <coughs> confrontation between crew not hey let's go pirate in and stuff like that, and he doesn't want to
1: yeah it just you know what to me it seemed like a a, a, a pointless uh plot uh what, what do you call it device? Yeah, plot device like like how um like how oh the Dark Knight Rises okay Bruce Wayne being a fucking uh uh uh, uh a hermit uh-huh. for eight fucking years because he's depressed about his girlfriend Rachel dying right okay that was horrible that Bruce Wayne would never fucking allow that to happen to himself and that that bugged the shit out of me that always bugged me it was like oh we gotta make him look like he's been you know a recluse for all this time so that now it's even more poignant when he steps up and and makes this comeback as batman so he can transcend you know yeah so he can transcend and yeah so this movie is it's the same thing man it's it's and that frustrates the shit out of me
0: yeah you have the hangings that happen you know and then will turner's kid fucking saves them she's a witch blah 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 it would have been so much better if, yeah, okay, maybe she's a witch, but <clears throat> what's the point of her character? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It-, she, she, it, it would have worked better as a fantasy that she's using that book to guide her, and there's there's actual magical connotations that go along with it. Mm. So <clears> throat> my throat's dry. So that's what she said. When she's reading it, you know, it's spells instead of going to an island that's an exact replica of the galaxy (laughs) or the universe or whatever. Yeah. It was pretty at least at least it looked good. I mean you could still do that, but it should be under the sea. I mean, literally it should be Poseidon's (laughs) castle. If
1: you're gonna say it, you have to say it right. Under the sea.
0: Shut up. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) And you have you have Poseidon's throne and a scepter on the throne. Yeah. Where's Poseidon? Who knows? You know, dead or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right. Instead of it's just randomly in the middle of this fucking bed. Yeah. Of of coral. Yeah working magic into a movie like this when you just did fucking you know Oh the grill Doctor Strange on that yeah you know it you can use that to push the story forward you already got mystical magical beings anyway the fountain of youth yeah you have the fountain of youth you have you know the, the black pearl in a fucking bottle yeah with blackbeard you have not just blackbeard you have Davy Jones you have Captain Salazar <laughs> You have all these other characters that are mystical, magical beings. So, using science to pre to predict where this island is based off of a star constellation works, but it's not fantastical. Yeah, it's not. It, it's not Pirate Haven. Yeah, you but know, the, it's the, not. The,
1: it's not the drop off in that world's end.
0: Yeah, you know, it's not. It's not the abyss where Johnny or Limbo. Or purgatory, purgatory or wherever.
1: yeah, <coughs> Or the David Jones's locker,
0: yeah, you know, and it's it's not you know, the the secret pirate fucking castle or hangout, yeah, you know,
1: Pirates Cove or Shipwreck Cove, yeah,
0: it's it's none of that. It's a fucking Julie Island. <laughs> Why do you have to minimalize it so much? I thought it looked cool. It looked cool, but I could see. Yeah, I, look yeah. when they get there. You know what I was expecting? What? I was expecting to see Poseidon's throne. Okay. I didn't even know they were going out to the Trident of Poseidon until I read um a, a thing about it. I was like, what I don't know what this movie's about, uh-huh. other than Salazar chasing you know, him. Yeah. And it would have worked even better had had Salazar been part of Davy Jones' crew. Yeah. You know? In that way because Davy Jones made that deal with 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 Jack. But Davy Jones was alive at some point. Yeah. So wouldn't it make sense to kind of tie those two together? Like, or or not even that. Not even that. You tie Norrington with Salazar, uh, right? Yeah. Uh, it, it, that may or may not work. I, it depends on how much time has passed between. But Norrington could still have been on Salazar's crew, right? Yeah. <clears throat> When Salazar dies, because Jack was young anyway, so he could have been young.
1: Entry level, yeah.
0: Yeah. And then Norrington already has this thing, and then you bring Norrington's character back, because Salazar needs somebody to find fucking Jack Sparrow, Uh and he uses Norrington. Right? He uses a former comrade to help him through a proxy, which is Will Turner's son. Yeah. And then... Salazar brings Norrington on to chase the Black Pearl. Now you already have not, not, not now you already have a guy that fucking hates Sparrow, but another guy that already has a problem with Sparrow kind of, but can have another problem with him again. Yeah. You know, something could have happened. You know, in between these two films or Norrington gets back into the Navy, right? Yeah. And he's charged with fighting Sparrow. He doesn't want to. Right, so he he teams up with fucking Salazar. Yeah, you know, at the cost of a life or whatever, something I don't know. Yeah, I'm just. But I'm, waste, I'm shotgunning it.
1: Waste all this time with all these unnecessary characters. You know, the the uh, Karina character is is was unnecessary to me. You know, it seemed like she was there to be the the love interest, the the eventual fucking you know Star Wars reveal, right? The right. fucking Empire reveal. Of, of her being, yeah. you know, Barbosa's daughter. Right. And then also she was there as the... um. Dude, forgive me for this. But it's just... It seems like it, it's this uh, trendy for the moment kind of thing where she's got to be there so that she can represent um, feminism to me. It seemed like that way on purpose. Like, we're going to show that women were treated like shit back then, which they probably were. But... It just seemed like, you know, like they made her like the Eddie Murphy uh, almost of Beverly Hills Cop. Okay. Where she's smarter than everyone else around her. And everyone's just all, yeah, you're a witch. <laughs> right? That was funny. But it also seemed to me that it just seemed to be trendy kind of thing. You know, like they made her this strong female character who's way smarter than everyone uh, everyone else around her. Yeah. That felt trendy. But, There's a
0: pirate and a witch in my shop. What are yeah, the chances of that? Yeah you know it, it just and it would have been fucking better if they just made her a witch uh huh you know so why was she looking for the trident because um
1: she was she wanted to fulfill the book it was like she was searching for her like she thought that she was searching for the trident the whole time but actually she was searching for her father
0: her for true love
1: yes and he finally he di- finally died he died finally knowing that he his treasure it had survived, lived or
0: whatever. Why didn't they exploit the fact that she could have been a witch, right? Uh-huh. And still into science and all this other shit. Fine, but why didn't they exploit the fact that there was already a witch that they were using, and <laughs> yeah. her? Okay, and like she had escaped the coven. Yeah, and that other witch is is going after her. She gets fucking involved with Jack Sparrow. She brings in Salazar. The other witch brings up Salazar. Uh-huh. Now you have. See? I knew that I'd get to a fucking point with the whole finding a way for Salazar to come back. Yeah. They should have used this catalyst to start the entire chase. Okay. Will Turner's son wants to try to Poseidon to reverse curses. Yeah. We know that it reverses curses. The. Whatever her name is.
1: Shanza, the the witch chick? With no, the-,
0: the, the other one. Okay, uh, Karina. Karina. You have Karina, who is a witch that's trying to leave a coven, who's been cursed somehow. We don't know. Oh. All right? She And she doesn't want it. She's she, cursed with undeath. She's been alive for you know however long. And then she finds out that the Trident and Poseidon can reverse these curses. Yeah. Or, or cursed with, like she looks like a hag. It doesn't matter. She's cursed, right?
1: What if she was the price that that Barbosa had to pay to get be able to get the black pearl from Jack, okay, and he made a deal with tia dalma and and he had to give up his daughter and that's how she becomes a witch either way,
0: okay and that she, works,
1: and when she reaches a certain age, she's able to go free
0: well no she but it doesn't work you can't you have it has to be that that's the curse, yeah which is she will never reach that age. Okay. Okay? So, she, like, 21 or whatever, right? Yeah. But she's been cursed, and she will never reach 21, and she'll age, or she looks different or whatever, but once the curse is broken, uh, the facade goes away, the, the evil witch-looking thing or whatever she yeah. is. She turns beautiful again, <laughs> right? But you have that other witch who is... As you said the like a um the right hand man, the right hand woman of Tiadama Tiadama, right, yeah, and she's chasing after her, right, so she hires Salazar, she gets Salazar, she goes on salazar she she convinces Salazar, yeah, right and the only way that Salazar can get free anyways from the Devil's Triangle is for Jack to give up the thing, to right? To willingly give up, yeah. Right? So what if he drunkenly gives up whatever to uh, uh, Elizabeth Shaw uh-huh. for the fuck of it? Who knows, right?
1: Elizabeth Swan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Elizabeth Shaw. Elizabeth Shaw.
1: That's from Alien. Yes.
0: Gives up, you know, he's he's professing his love for her, yeah. right? And and she's like, "Get away from me, you fucking drunk pirate jerk!" And and he, he's like, "I'll give you this," and that's how that happens, yeah. right? You know, but it only happens after the witch visits him, right? She goes to him and says, "Hey, I know you hate Jack Sparrow, you know. I know that you have been cursed. I can fi- a find a way to break your curse." And, B, get Jack Sparrow at the same time because I'm chasing after somebody, but yada, 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 mm. so on and so forth. Well, why don't you use your fucking witchy powers, right? Yeah. Well, my witch powers only <laughs> extend so far, and in order for that to work, I need to be able to get from there to there. Yeah. And I was only able to get to here because of, you know, whatever. She was able to take a small boat or whatever the fuck it is, right? Yeah. She hired somebody. Doesn't matter. <laughs> on the back of turtles. Yes. Um but that's how you do it. You you get these two Barbosa. Why not? Since he made the deal with the witch for his daughter. Yeah. Right? She the the other witch, the right-hand man witch goes to Barbosa and says, "I want you to take me here." And like, well, I can't take you to the Devil's Triangle, blah 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 right yeah well you're going to or something really bad is going to happen to your daughter right which he doesn't know obviously but she knows that she can use that as leverage right uh-huh. all right so that gets barbosa in there and then they she and he goes well why why not go after davy jones or why not do this or why not do that so, cuz i found someone that has such a hatred for jack sparrow that he has transcended life <laughs> no pun intended yeah. To be able to find his
1: way from through from the afterlife.
0: Yeah. To come back and be a pirate hunter. Well, I'm a pirate. Yeah. You're the first sacrifice. Okay? So they're going to use Barbosa as a sacrifice. Then the whole then the whole fucking thing comes apart, right? And Salazar comes out. Barbosa's ship gets sacrificed, but Barbosa is able to survive. Okay. And when he survives, he's able to get away and warn Jack of all this shit that's going on, right? Yeah. Now you have a reason. And then the witch and Salazar are now after Jack. Barbosa says, "Hey, blah blah blah. They're after you. Um they're also after my daughter. We got to rescue her." And then we got to do this. That sets the whole Poseidon Adventure up. Yeah. And the basic beginning is you still see jack sparrow on top of a fucking pole (laughs) heading into saint martin yeah and stepping off you know yeah and when he steps off you cut to the bank vault being robbed as he's walking through town slowly minding his own business and then you see the fucking vault come screaming by and he grabs onto the door (laughs) doffs his hat and jumps inside and closes the bank vault that's it boom and now you have a fucking story
1: yeah what happened Disney I don't know
0: <laughs> but we were able to do that in fucking 20 minutes
1: yeah and then and we got to fine tune that and maybe come up with even better ideas on top of that yeah. so yeah I, I don't this, this this is what blows my mind you have a billion dollar franchise shouldn't you treat it good you know have it go out on a bang you know yep and it just it to me it just felt like another exposition like, like on Stranger Tides was it, it you know, it 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 didn't feel poignant. It didn't feel important. It, it just, it was another tale. Like, it, this movie doesn't even give me the impression that it, it is the
0: final film. Because it, it, even if it is, for whatever reasons... It's, it's not the final film. In fact, they wanted to do five and six back to back. Yeah. And it kind of looks like they're going to try to make six. Yeah. But um, Orlando Bloom said that this is basically a soft reboot of the series. Yeah. And that the next series is going to more focus on him and his son. Yeah. You and know, even then, I mean, that would have made a better story for, than this one.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because those things, those two things, the, 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 that intro scene and the after credit scene, those are what got me excited again for Pirates. Right. So if that's getting me excited, imagine how many other people that are fans of the series would get excited as well. Right. So th- that take a hint. You know what I mean? This is what's missing. Less Jack, okay. I'm not uh-huh. saying get rid of him. I'm saying quit, quit using him to save everything. Right. Okay. Because he can't. It's just that's not how how his character and that, is. And
0: that problem came up when he dove into the Kraken's mouth. Uh. That's when that whole thing set off. With okay, he's the hero. Yeah. Even though he's not, he's <laughs> he's the glue that holds the glitter together.
1: Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, it just get, fucking dude. Anyway, fucking. Kids. I gave the movie a five out of ten, huh. um, because it, like it's not it's not a bad movie and it's not boring. It's not. It, it's just it doesn't do uh, anything. But it still doesn't do. It's not that memorable. But it's not a shitty movie. It's just not. It's better than Stranger Tides. I'll give it that. Yes. <laughs> um. Uh, it has the villains unremarkable, regardless of how good it looks. You know, I don't, his whole crew is a waste. All right. Who gives a shit that some are missing an arm. Some are only half a head. Right. Who gives a shit? I didn't give a fuck. I wasn't fascinated. It's Davy
0: Jones all over again. I
1: wasn't fascinated by them. Right. When I watched Curse Curse of the Magic or Curse of the Magic Pearl. Pearl. Curse of the Black Pearl. I'm constantly during those scenes where it's showing the the, the ghost or the the skeleton pirates. Uh Uh-huh. I'm watching that. I, I'm constantly looking in the background to see all the detail and right and okay.
0: But it's been done before, so we don't really care about you yeah. know half-burned dudes.
1: Well, that's what I mean, though. There, there was nothing fascinating about them.
0: It would have been better if they made them ghosts.
1: Yeah, it just it, it was nothing special, I at all. So right.
0: and then the ghosts touch you and it fucking froze the skin.
1: And then even in Stranger Tides, who were the the crew and the bad guy crew in, the, in that one? There no. were zombies. Zombies. And it was they were stupid zombies. It wasn't like. It was it was voodoo zombies, right? Right. And it was just it was like okay, wow, yeah, this guy's got a worm in his face.
0: Yeah, we'll oh, we get it. Yeah, he's got. Oh, every every crew has to have something dead, like some gimmick, some kind of dead gimmick. Yeah, it, which is fine for,
1: but it but, did zombies on purpose because of the trend, the right. zombie trend at yeah, the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. You know, at the time, <laughs> like there's still, like, but
0: you know, in the <laughs> first one when you have them walking underwater, you're like, holy shit, this is fucking cool. Yeah. And in the second one where they're kind of fishy. Yeah. You know? And you're like, okay, well, I get it. You know, it's Davy Jones. And then the third one, like, you're dude, like-
1: dude, that part where the dude is like, he's in the ship's hull. Uh-huh. He's part of it and yeah. he pulls out from it and his brain's still stuck in the wall. Yeah. That's fucking creepy. Or that,
0: or the dude that is part, that is the ship. Yeah. You know? And it's just a talking piece of plank.
1: Yeah. And it- you like, it, fucking
0: cool. That is-
1: That gave me the chills the first time I saw when he When he, he, he like pulls his brain out and starts- rubbing it Uh uh-huh that creeped me the fuck out yeah that was excellent
0: and then and then you have okay the next ones are the zombies and this and that okay we get it yeah we 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 get the we get the gimmick but it would have been it would have been far more interesting if you had made them like ghosts and like i said touch touch somebody yeah and the fucking skin starts to freeze
1: oh that's a good idea huh yeah without it doing into fucking Liquid nitrogen shatter. You know. Yeah.
0: From. No. It it just starts to freeze, and, and and the skin kind of you if it if he touches you too long, the skin starts to blacken and die.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like a it's like a an instant uh,
0: Free, uh, frostbite. Frostbite. Yeah. I gave it a five as well.
1: All right. Yeah. So I, I it it's, there, it just sucks,
0: man. There's your there's your prediction.
1: Seventy five forty three. All right. I, I I
0: just wanted to point something out here, Baywatch. What is your prediction?
1: I give it 82.
0: You gave it an 82. And you gave it a 3. I gave it a 3.
1: I believe it's got like a 14% or 13%. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, Pirates, uh, today it's at 31%. 31.
0: I was close. I 43. I guess 43. Yeah. Uh, I think it's still... It's not a 31% movie. No. It is a movie that had the ability to be really good, mm-hmm. but it just, it just went over a retread. Yeah. It's a retread tire. Yeah, it fucking sucks. Man. So it works, you know, keep the ship afloat or keep the <laughs> car running for, you know, 6 months, but they need it needs new tires. It's like
1: it, it's like this movie's <laughs> this movie
0: is like a
1: person that you like that you haven't hung out with for a very long time, and then you go out and you hang out with them and then you realize that you only wanted to really hang out with them for a minute. Yeah. And you're like, I oh it. fuck! I blew. I. Okay, am I going to get out of well, this one? Yeah,
0: <laughs> I made a commitment. What am I going to do now?
1: Shit! Now I got to sit all the way through this. Yeah. All right. That's. This I got to listen to them talk. <laughs> all right. So, um, flicks of the week. Mine is the 2014 produced by horror film, uh, produced by uh, Eli Roth horror film called Clown. It is about a uh, a father who is portrayed by a guy named Andy Powers. I've never seen him in anything else. His name, the character's name, is Kent, and he he works in real estate. Yeah, Kent. Well, he's uh he's you know he he's doing really good. His you know his, his family's happy. Blah, blah blah. He's got a wife and a young daughter, and uh, in one of his properties that he's having you know renovated, um, he finds this uh, this huge. Uh, a uh, chest right this chest that's chained to the wall it's very strangely chained to the wall right and he finds a clown costume in there like an old style clown costume and the hair and the the nose for it right so he decides to take them and then he just he he decides to, uh, I guess the, the, the clown that they had for the party, the, his daughter's birthday party, uh, canceled or some shit, right? Okay. So he has to, he dresses up as the clown for the birthday party. Well, this is where it gets creepy, okay? He can't get the fucking costume off once he gets it, gets it on. Um, the paint on his face pretty much goes away after a few washes, but the nose will not come off. The hair will not come off and the suit will not come off. Okay. He tries to fucking cut it and it ends up fucking sliding off of the fabric and cutting himself. Uh,
0: so it's a cursed.
1: Yeah. He tries to pull the nose off and starts pulling parts of his nose off with it. Okay. Finally, he gets so frustrated that he fucking yanks off the fucking the clown nose and it takes almost half of his nose off with it hmm. and then he throws it on the ground and then the fucking dog comes and eats it. And then later on, when you find out the history of this thing... your dog
0: has a clown nose? The
1: dog... No. <laughs> that would be fucking stupid funny. Uh, though the clown ends up... Uh, the dog ends up being affected,
0: too. Um, That's what I just said. The dog gets a clown nose?
1: That a, that, no.
0: <laughs> Not that affected? Shut up, Mike. Shut up. So,
1: anyway, <clears throat> what his character ends up finding out is while he's trying to investigate this, this costume, he's looking up the, the owner of the house that died and, and the you know, like, uh, nearest relatives and all that stuff, and he locates a guy named Carlson who lives in the same town, and it's played by Peter Stormare. Mm-hmm. And he goes there and starts asking, him, he, he calls him up on the phone, and he's asking him questions about it, and the first thing he says is, before he can even tell him anything, he just says, I'm calling about your, your brother died, and the guy goes, don't try on the costume. Don't touch the costume. He goes, what? I didn't even bring up. The guy. He goes, do whatever you do, don't put on the costume. Right? He goes, well, I already did. I'm wearing it right now. He goes, okay, come by and see me. So he goes there to see the guy. And the fucking guy tries to kill him. Because he says there's only one way. to. to he goes, it's not a costume. It's a demon. Ah. And once you wear that, you become the demon and there's only one there's only one way to really get out, get away with it. He didn't want to tell him the another way that there is, which you find out later in the movie.
0: But what's the other way?
1: The other way is the demon has to be sated. And or is it sa- sated Death. or sated? Sated. You know, satisfied, right? Yep. Um, and it, the only way it can be satisfied is it will leave the person that it's controlling if you if five children are sacrificed to it. Because that's all the demon does is eat children. Okay. And so the The character Kent, he's slowly becoming this demon, while he's still, you know, while he's trying to get out of this costume. Okay. And he starts getting these grump, these, these stomach grumbles. And at first, he just starts eating a shitload of sugary stuff to, to you know to calm it down, but it only works at first. Then after a while, he starts to realize that he's attracted to kids, like he wants to f- literally eat them, <laughs> right? And so the first kid is this um. There's this little kid. uh, uh, Fuck, I can't remember where he's at. But the little kid's outside. He starts yelling about something. He runs up to the kid and bites his fucking fingers off, and then runs off. Right. Uh huh. And the kid bites his fingers off. No, look, yeah, Kent does. You know. And then he's like, "Oh my god, what have I done?" Right. And he's, I don't want to give too much away, but it gets it gets a little gory at times. And this movie's not afraid to kill kids. Um. To me, the highlight of the movie is when, um, when Kent the clown, uh-huh. <laughs> or while he's turning into the demon, he's also the the Eastern European um, saying for name for it is cloyne, you know, with a Y cloyne. Um There's a scene where it's at a Chuck E. Cheese, where you know you you know it's a Chuck E. Cheese, but it's not a Chuck E. Cheese. You know what I mean? And he's up in the you know the tunnels that, that go all the way up to the ceiling and stuff that you crawl in. Right. There's this part where this little kid is looking for its younger brother, um, in the tunnels. And there's this whole creepy sequence where the kid is crawling through the tunnels looking for the brother. And you know what you're going to find up there, you know, the fucking can't, you know, eaten. Right. And it's creepy. It, it did a good job with it. Um movie's very dark there's nothing really redeemable about it you know he's got the wife who's trying to be supportive with the with her angry father who keeps saying oh he needs to go to jail you need to get away from him come live with me you know grab the you know that kind of grand you know you know father-in-law right and and, and the wife is you know <laughs> you know what i mean the wife is just nothing special it's it's just she's just there to try to save her husband which it's probably going to be to no avail, you know. It's one of those tales that's got the, you know, it does, you're not really going to have too much of a happy ending with something like this, okay? Um it's an interesting movie. Um I think it's worth seeing. As as horror movies go, even though it doesn't have a any redeemable quality to the characters for the most part, it's still interesting to see and it's better than than that one I did a couple of weeks ago, which was called The Drifter or whatever, uh-huh. is better than that. So I would I would recommend seeing Clown.
0: Yeah, The Drifter, that Australian movie.
1: Yeah. So yeah, um, and then yeah, I mean any movie that's got Peter Stormare in it, you know, and and um, it looked like there was some good quality put into the production design. Uh, I think that the Eli Roth being a producer probably helped out with that. Hmm. So anyway, Clown.
0: Okay. I've been watching. Dungeons I'm I'm revisiting 80s cartoons as I'm I'm doing research on some stuff. Yeah. And um I haven't watched the cartoon in a while. I'm not, uh, Dungeons and Dragons which was um it was created by uh Kevin Paul Coates, Dennis Marks, the cartoon series, I'm sorry. Into yeah. and, and and uh, Takashi which is a uh Toei animation. Uh it was developed by Mark Evanier who uh worked or has worked in not only uh TV, but works in comics. Um he does uh Grew the Wanderer mostly. He's uh he's a writer for Grew the Wanderer. He uh uh well Sergio Aragones. He let's see here. Just to give you an idea of all the stuff that he's worked on, uh Garfield, number one through twenty five for Boom Studios. Um a bunch of DC comic stuff, including one of my favorite series called Blackhawk uh grew the wanderer rocky and bullwinkle that doesn't matter let's see here he also uh wrote a book called kirby king of comics but i'm trying to find his tv stuff because he did a lot of shit him and his friend dennis palumbo wrote for a number of tv series including the nancy walker show the McLean Stevens show stevenson show and welcome back carter or not Carter. Cotter.
2: Cotter. Mr. Mr. Cotter.
0: From seventy-two to seventy-six, he wrote scripts for Gold Key Comics. Um, they were uh, he he got to reveal the E and Wiley e. Coyote's uh, name, which stands for Ethelbert, which is funny. Um, Eviner credits himself with convincing Jack Kirby to stop using Vince Coletta as an inker, and considers <laughs> himself one of the main vilifiers of Coletta. He doesn't apparently he doesn't like Vince Coletta. Um, wrote Scooby and Scrappy Doo, the Plastic Man comedy adventure show, Thunder the Barbarian, the ABC Weekend special, Richie Rich, The Wuzzles, Dungeons and Dragons, but he is most noted in animation for his work on Garfield and Friends, which went for seven seasons. Uh, he is also the co-writer and voice director of The Garfield Show, which is fucking awful. <laughs> Garfield and Friends was actually, it was kind of funny, but I, I'm not a fan of Jim Davis, so it doesn't really matter. Um, as a fan of the 80s, Dungeons & Dragons is one of those TV shows that I would wake up early morning Saturday to watch. <clears throat> I also uh, found the series some years later and wanted to kind of reinvest myself into it. Uh-huh. See what it's like. Well, the show is um, a group of kids between the ages of 8 and 15, uh, voiced by Willie Ames, Don Most, who played... You know, uh, Ralph mouth Katie Lee, Adam Rich, who was on It Is Enough is with Willie Ames, Tanya Gale-Smith, Teddy Field the Third, Sidney Miller, who does the voice of Dungeon Master, Peter Cullen, who does the voice of Avenger, Frank Welker, who does a bunch of voices, including one of the main characters, uh, Uni the Unicorn, um... It's an interesting series, but it was 27 episodes and one unproduced episode, which the unproduced episode was called Requiem, which would have confirmed that Venger is the Dungeon Master's corrupted son, and it would have redeemed Venger. Well, the whole story is these kids come. Dungeon Master gives them these magical artifacts, but Venger wants those artifacts so that he can... Uh, gain the power of them. Thus, by gaining power over dungeon master, and then he can control the entire realm. Yeah. And in between each of these, in between all of that, the the series is these kids are trying to get home. Right now, I read something very interesting that Mark Avenir said, and this is in the Bible, the first five. That was an actual quote. This series is blah 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 about these kids, the first five, which means that he had a plan if it were to continue on, like the next season would be the second five and, and so on and so forth, uh-huh. which would have been really interesting. Um, the series isn't bad. It's not badly written. Uh, Don Most, who plays the Cavalier, is a complete asshole throughout the series. The, the character is just a fucking dick. Uh-huh. And he's he's this um Eric is his name and Eric is this kid who he he comes from a wealthy family but he hangs out with all the poor people to feel better about himself yeah you know and he ends up hanging out with these characters Hank the Ranger, Bobby, Sheila, Diana, Presto the magician who is voiced by Adam Rich um whose name is Albert and and uh I already said Bobby the Barbarian, and then you have um, a couple of other characters that kind of come in and out. But most of it has taken place on whatever world that they decided to um, build for Dungeons & Dragons. Then you have the bad guy, Avenger, who is voiced by fucking Optimus Prime. Yeah, Peter <laughs> Cullen. And then you have Shadow Demon, who is his right-hand man, who is voiced by Bob Holt, who nobody knows. And Tiamat, who is voiced by Frank Welker, so you have Megatron versus Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime. <clears throat> um, like I said, the storyline would have been great if they had been able to do the final TV, the, the final episode. Yeah, but for some reason they didn't. They didn't do that. Um, there was some controversy with it because of the level of violence. <clears throat> In 1985, the National Coalition of Television Violence demanded that the FTC run a warning during each broadcast because Dungeons & Dragons had been linked to real-life violent deaths. <laughs> the series spawned 100 different licenses, and the show led its time slot for two years, which I don't understand why it was canceled. <clears throat> There's no reference on why it was canceled. Um, Tanya Gale Smith won an outstanding, uh, was nominated for an Outstanding Young Actress in Animation. <laughs> <coughs> And it's listed in the top 100 uh, best animated series. Mm -hmm. So it's not a bad series, like I said. Some of the animation is rough. It's very um, early 1980s Japanese animated style. Yeah. You know, so like um, uh, Robotech or anything else like that. Yeah. But very well done.
1: I I have my sad moment. My sad moment is while while you were talking about this (laughs) – this show for some reason reminded me of son of Zorn and I just looked it up to see why new episodes haven't come And
0: Oh, you didn't know.
1: It's been fucking canceled. I guess two weeks ago was announced that it was canceled and it fucking sucks because I actually liked the show. It was funny. It it had a cool style to Uh. it and, and the jokes uh, worked pretty well for when it would have stuff come from his world and clash in in the in you know, in our world. It was funny. I thought the show was fucking funny,
0: dude. You know what, dude? It there were moments like when he was arguing with his mother-in-law, that was funny.
1: But uh, But, one one of the thing I think the Tim is it Tim Meadows? Yes, I think the Tim Meadows character was overdone.
0: No, actually, his character was probably one of the better characters. You know, this hands-off type of, you know, hug it out, lovey-dovey type of characters. Which is funny. I, I like that. Look, the series was okay. It was it was he had okay. his moments. I, I I just think he was overused. But they they never went I, I wanted to see less of Earth, uh, more of Zornland. Yeah. You know, how it how did he get to here?
1: It's a theory I think it was
0: called. Yeah. Why why didn't they just why didn't they do I I give you an example. You know those the stupid fucking um State Farm commercials like the girl is standing there and is like hey I got this and she's holding up a fucking credit card which you know it's so stupid. She's like I just bought these t- I just bought these things. I bought stuff. Uh-huh. And the other friend goes is is that suede? She's like yeah, it's suede. And then the other friend goes, "Oh, I love suede," right? Yeah. And then it cuts to the two guys, the thieves, and the dude's like, "I saw it, I had to have it," right? And the other dude goes, is that suede? And the guy's like, yeah, that's suede. He's like, I love suede, right? (laughs) And then they steal the couch. Well, the problem with that commercial is instead of the daylight girls talking type of thing and then the nighttime bad guys talking, they should have intermixed it. So when she goes, oh, I just bought this new couch, right? And then they cut to the guy that goes, is that suede? And then she goes, "Oh yeah, that's suede," you know. <laughs> yeah, and then and then it just goes back and forth, right? Yeah. But you have all four of them, right? So when she goes, "I bought this new couch," and it's like, "I love, I love this, I, I love that," and then it cuts to him going, "Is that suede?" And then you know, and then and then the next guy goes, "Oh yeah, that's suede." Yeah. And then the girl goes, "I love suede," right? You intermix that all together, and then you can show the guys carrying off the couch. It's a failure on a, a whole level of working with actors that m- fucking pisses me off to no end when you don't do the simple things and you just want to make it more complicated than it really is, mm-hmm. which is take it, and that's what they should have done with, with Son of Zorn. I almost lost my train of thought on this whole <laughs> this fucking <was> thing, like... <laughs> which is you take Cytheria, whatever it is, yeah, right? Z- whatever it is, and you start, with him there, right? Yeah. And and then it intermixes. So when he ends a sentence, it begins on earth again with somebody else, like his wife or or the son, uh-huh. say, or the son, just the son, saying those same words, right, but him completing the sentence. Yeah. And it could be in a completely different context. It's Obviously, it's going to be in a completely different context.
1: Langulant, I think his son's name is. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Alan. And- And and you go back and forth, right? And then of course you're gonna see Zorn, you know, once in a while. But because you have to establish that he's also been he's back, right? Yeah. And he's trying to help his son. But if he's trying to help his son, he's going to use his past experiences to help his son now. Yeah. So why the fuck are you not showing that stuff? Please, please tell me why Son of Zorn is not utilizing the absolute hilarity of a he-man parody.
1: Well, there are plenty of episodes, well there's only 13, but there are episodes where things from you know Zorn's world, he would l- l- let his son use or show him that he could you know try to use in in this in this world. Who gives a and fuck? And then it ends up getting misused and they, in the moments of hilarity. Yeah,
0: I I know, but who cares? Show us the he-man parody place and how it pertains to the real world, like if if Zorn is talking about this whole fucking horde of people that he's killed, yeah, right. Why the fuck didn't they show that? Give us an idea of what his character is like, uh. not just tell us. Show us. That's the staple of storytelling. You're missing a huge opportunity where you could. You have 21 minutes. Use seven of those fucking minutes to tell us the back history of and showing the the wife. It would have been fucking great. Instead, they made it mediocre. (laughs) Fuck the son of Zorn.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think your expectations were too high.
0: No, I don't have high expectations for that TV show. I have expectations of a good show. If you can do it with Game of Thrones, and you can do it with Silicon Valley, and you can do it with Better Call Saul or Fargo, Take the fucking time and make it great. That's it. It's that simple. Make it great. No. And that's the problem with network TV. Look, when we were talking about Fargo, right? Yeah. And like three episodes back. And it's you and McGregor arguing with you and McGregor. Yeah. Right? And and one's on a bus and one's at home or in his car or wherever. And they're arguing. It's the you know, the the Parole officer versus the successful businessman. Yeah. And I can't remember what the name of the parole officer character is. No. Why? Why can I not remember? It doesn't really matter, dude. It's Emmett and somebody else. Beep. It's just that easy. Noah Hawley. Come on, man. What are you awing about? Nothing.
1: You're on the episodes, man. You got to Let's go to season three.
0: I'm on season three. This is what it's showing. Not the graph, just type in it's right fucking dude. What do you think I just typed? No. So shut your cunt. No. (laughs) Douche. Uh Lauren Malvo. That's not season three. No. Season three is you and McGregor. All I want to know is who you and fucking McGregor plays. (sighs) <sighs> he plays Emmett and he plays somebody else. Emmett and Ray. Why couldn't I remember Ray? No. Oh. <laughs> Emmett and Ray are fucking arguing with each other over the phone. Hmm. And Emmett looks right into his phone. He's in his car and he goes, "Fuck you." And Ray looks straight at his phone and went, "What? What what No, go you you fuck fuck you, right?" Yeah and it's a and it's nothing but 5 minutes of them motherfucking each other back and <laughs> forth. And they didn't bleep it out. They didn't cut anything. Yeah. It was a full-on 5-minute fuck you session. Yeah. That's what makes TV great. Who cares about the FTC? Who cares about FCC rules and all this other bullshit? Those rules were established to not annoy the regular viewers that we're watching when we were getting 40 million views. Controversy sells ads. Yeah. And if you're afraid that people are going to pull their ads, then you're not risking enough to succeed. That's the truth. That's the YouTube problem that's going on as well. Oh, we don't like The advertisers are dictating who and what can be shown on YouTube. Did you know that? So if our videos are deemed controversial yeah. or full of bad stuff, they can unmonetize our videos. That's why I say always be careful what you're saying. Yeah. I don't care anymore. Natural conversation includes swear words. Yeah. In order for an advertiser to have the balls to tell another company how they should run their fucking business, because that company should just look at the, at the advertiser and say, look, I, I understand. I get it. And if you don't like it, go fuck yourself take your fucking money, and walk. Mm-hmm. You didn't do it, like with Pepsi. You didn't do it with the NFL when they've been going through all of these fucking problems with domestic abuse. Yeah. But you threatened. You didn't do it with the NHL. You didn't do it with Major League Baseball. And you sure as hell didn't do it during the NBA Finals or during the NBA seasons in the last 20 years when people have walked into their own fucking locker rooms and pulled a gun on their teammates. And it's happened more than once. It's happened more than twice. And it happens once a fucking season. At least. That's scary. At least.
1: That is fucking scary.
0: Yeah, because they're a bunch of fucking millionaire thugs. Uh. And it's bullshit. So, so for advertisers to tell someone like YouTube or any, any other person or any other fucking business how they should run their content, they need to fucking really think about where they're advertising. Budweiser, Pepsi. Little Caesars, Domino's, fucking whoever. Yeah, truth. Stop telling us how to run our businesses and either get on board or get the fuck out of the way. That's how it works. Just because I use bad language or talk to somebody in a certain way doesn't give you the right to tell me that I need to tone it back or else you're going to pull your advertising with me. Because you didn't do it with the NBA or sports in general. We sure as hell will do it to other fucking companies that know that you know will kowtow to your desires. Oh, I don't want you to show this kind of content. Fuck you. There's tons of people out there that will do that. There's tons of people that will pay for advertising for content on people's channels <laughs> because people want to watch it. I can go to Patreon. Or, or if or someone
1: wherever. makes a, a racial a racial remark and all of a sudden Disney drops them. Yeah. From
0: advertising. Yeah. But you're not afraid to go after the sexist feminist groups with your girls, your wenches, and this and that. Stop, just stop with the bullshit. That's all I'm asking. (laughs) It is, it's bullshit. Don't tell me how to run my business. I won't tell you where you can't advertise. Because you can advertise up my asshole. That's where you can stick it. Stinky advertising. Yes. What do we
1: call it, dirty advertising? All right. (sighs)
0: Salads.
1: (laughs) All right, so... Back to Dungeons and Dragons. I was
0: done with it. Okay. That's That's why I went on. All
1: right. All right. So. uh,
0: (laughs) I said it was a good show. You should watch it.
1: (laughs) The only thing worthwhile uh, that I think is worth talking about this week is uh, the Logan Lucky trailer, which uh, directed by Steve Soderbergh, starring uh, Craig, Daniel Craig
0: as uh, Joe Bang Joe Bang, man. Keep going. Well, what uh, you don't need to pause, don't, dude. Just keep going. I don't. You don't need to fucking. I don't need to be your monkey. You were excited about this fucking trailer, right? You're not talking. You just said Joe Bang. Great.
1: Anyway, it's got Joe Bang as a, a guy who's in prison, Jesus. who gets, uh, who tries to get, who gets recruited by uh, was Adam Driver and uh, Chang Tatum's characters. Yes. So they can do a heist, and hilarity ensues. (laughs) Anyway, the trailer looks cool, and Craig, uh, damn, Craig looks uh, looks like he's having a a, a shitload of fun um, playing a different character than he's been used to be playing for the last few decade or so.
0: This fucking movie looks so fun, and it's basically what Steven Soderbergh, yeah, going back to what he knows best. And giving us basically Ocean's 11 again. Yeah. But. Oh, there we go. But, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here?
2: I don't know. Uh, 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 you tell me. Uh.
0: But Tarantino style. Uh huh. It kind of. In that, like the nice guys type of thing.
1: Snatchy kind of thing.
0: Yeah, snatchy. <laughs> it's very snatchy. No, more like the nice guys. What sh- the nice guys should have been.
2: All right.
1: How dare you, Mike? Oh, no. How dare thee? How
0: dare I? <laughs> really?
1: <right>. So, uh, <sighs> that yawn shows that we are ready to end this episode. Right. Yeah. All right, so the next film that we will be talking about on Cinescape Movie Reviews, Who gives a shit, is going to be Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Really? Yeah. Shut up. Get in the fucking mode, man. No, fuck you. Get ready for Wonder Woman. Shut
0: up. I, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm holding.
0: <laughs> I keep saying that, but I'm reserving not. judgment, I man.
1: Know. But I'm, I'm telling you, it, until we've seen the movie, I don't think it's going to be anything special. I don't give a fuck what the critics are saying or anything, until I've seen the movie. Fuck the critics. Okay, I'm gonna be negative until I'm proven wrong. Then once I'm proven wrong, then maybe I'll I'll come around. Okay, but otherwise, fuck you, DC, so far. Fuck you. Fuck you, you, DC. Fuck you. You guys go sit on something. How about you go uh, fuck yourself with it? All right, all right. So, Sinuscape movie reviews. I'm Joe Spiegel. Mike Sutherland. Oh, hey, thanks for participating,
0: buddy. It's,
1: it's, it's the
0: Magazine That's Movie some. Fucking podcast
1: It's the How long have we been doing this for? Bo- le bo- le bo-
0: so get it <laughs> fucking right
1: Alright, catch y'all on the flip side Cunt <laughs> Cunts out What the hell's
2: What the good show jolly good show indeed hakuna matata bitches
1: this is the Cinescape movie podcast we thank you for listening to the show and if you have any questions or comments you can email us or tweet us my handle is at joe spiegel
0: underscore joe my handle that's what i call it my handle you can tweet me at you can send me a tweet at tweet me. At, you can follow me fuck off all right yeah follow you can you know, follow me or tweet me at Send a tweet too. All right. Follow. Follow would be better. You can
1: follow me on Twitter. Tweeter.
2: You can tweeter me.
0: You can follow me on Twitter at Joe Spiegel underscore Joe. And for me, it is at. What about you? MPS fifty one fifty. Because I make it easy. Yeah, you do. Well, that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening, and please remember share the podcast.
1: Hey, hey, hey.
0: What is it, Joe?
1: Yeah. You see a little button over there? Yeah.
0: Yes. You what do, button? The little share button. Which button is that? It says share. Sometimes it's a little arrow that goes in a circle. Regardless, it's there. Or more. So share. Share. Share that podcast. Click that
1: shit. <laughs> it's simple. Please. We, put, we do put some work into this. Not a lot. Not a lot. Not as much as we should. But still, all you have to do is click the share button.
0: Yeah. Click anything that says share. Like on our movie reviews, there's a Facebook share and a Google+. Pick one. We prefer Facebook, but, you know.
1: Spread the love. Help us grow. Spread the love, and we will spread our legs
0: open for you. No, we won't. I take showers. Well, what is that one? Show the balls?
1: <laughs> open your balls. Open
0: your balls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> show, uh, yeah, Share show, show the show. Share the hell out of it.
0: Share. <laughs> <Sure. laughs> Give her some love. I sound like Little Nick. Have a good night. <laughs> hmm. God, this is the
2: end. Oh, it's the end. Finito! The end, I tell you! We're all going to nibble the dust! Or go fuck yourself.
1: <sighs> Motherfucker! Hey, look, there's Heisenberg.
0: That's not Heisenberg. <laughs> God damn it. I'm not going to do this. Shut up. You could hit this to top.